It's Tuesday, November 14th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Supreme Court issued its first-ever Code of Conduct on Monday, following months of scrutiny and criticism regarding ethical standards applying to the nine justices at the pinnacle of the nation's legal system. The 15-page document said it largely compiled practices the justices informally followed anyway, but the lack of a formal document, quote, has led in recent years to the misunderstanding that the justices of this court, unlike all other jurists in this country, regard themselves as unrestricted by any ethics rules, end quote. The code says justices can seek guidance from colleagues, judicial decisions, lower court judges, the Supreme Court's in-house legal counsel, and from scholarly treatises and articles. It creates no single ethics office or advisor and provides no penalties for violations of ethical standards. In other news, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation has hired an independent firm to conduct a top-to-bottom assessment of alleged harassment and discrimination at the banking regulator. Its chairman told staff Monday, hours after the Wall Street Journal published an investigation that found a long-time, toxic atmosphere prompted women to quit the agency. In a three-minute video to staff reviewed by the journal, Chairman Martin Grunberg said the article, quote, raises some serious allegations about the FDIC workplace, end quote, and said the firm would contact employees to solicit their confidential input. He didn't specify which firm the agency had hired. I encourage you to participate in this process, he said, to the extent the assessment identifies further actions we can take to strengthen our agency, we won't hesitate to implement them. Grunberg said harassment and discrimination are completely unacceptable and that the agency does not tolerate or turn a blind eye to it. In world news, Israel and the U.S. have warned of the prospects for a wider war in the Middle East as Lebanon's Hezbollah and the Israeli military step up cross-border attacks against each other and other Iran-backed militias in Syria and Iraq strike American troops. The warnings came as Israeli forces continued their assault Monday on Gaza. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said U.S. forces carried out two airstrikes against Iran-linked forces in eastern Syria on Sunday after a series of rocket and drone attacks on American troops in Syria and Iraq in recent weeks. The attacks have wounded at least 56 U.S. troops as of last week, the Pentagon said Monday. It was the third time the military had carried out such strikes, and Austin hinted the U.S. was willing to do more. These attacks must stop, and if they don't stop, we won't hesitate to do what's necessary to protect our troops, Austin said Monday in Seoul after holding security talks with his South Korean counterpart. Back in the U.S., the fire that shut down part of Interstate 10, a major artery in the Los Angeles freeway system, was likely arson, according to officials. California Governor Gavin Newsom said at a press conference Monday night that it was not yet clear who was responsible for the fire. He urged the public to come forward with any information. The shutdown threatens to worsen traffic in a city already famous for clogged roads. The damaged section, which connects with downtown Los Angeles, will remain closed in both directions until further notice. Newsom said Monday night that initial tests showed structural damage may not be as severe as originally feared. About 300,000 drivers travel through that section of the freeway daily, officials said. And 
At an age when many of his contemporaries have long since retired, King Charles III of Great Britain is not one to put his feet up. The king will mark his 75th birthday today by busily highlighting causes close to his heart. With Queen Camilla at his side, Charles will visit a project that helps feed those in need by redistributing food that might otherwise go to landfills. Then he'll host a party for 400 nurses and midwives saluting the National Health Service's own 75th birthday. For good measure, the king appears on the cover of this month's big issue, which gives marginalized people the opportunity to earn money by selling the magazine on the street. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.